2: You are Locked On
1: Washington Football Team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody. This is a new episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard with us. As always, you can email me, russellmania 9 at gmail.com. You can tweet me at WrestleMania 621 at 621 You can follow the podcast. That's right. We have all of that uh, for you. Uh, we try and do as much as we can on social media, but keep it up with this team is pretty hard uh, at locked WFT pod at locked WFT pod uh, and. Um, as always, I invite you to listen on, uh, watch and, and follow our coverage on Sports Illustrated, uh, SI.com, uh, at Washington football on SI.com, where we have all sorts of written and video content to complement our audio content, which we do here, uh, in podcast form and as well, of course, on the radio at 106.7, the fan and the radio.com app. Also, um... Want to make sure that, um, you know, I, I really appreciate all the, you know, the love that, that I, I've gotten over the last week or so, uh, from the company as a whole, uh, from Locked On NFL and from the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, we're doing big things, kind of, you know, trying to really spread the wings and, um, you know, really let you guys know that not only do we do everything NFL, but we have so many other great podcasts. Please make sure you check out um, everything, you know, that we offer at LockedOnPodcasts.com. LockedOnPodcasts.com is where you can go and everything's tabbed up and you can get to all of our podcasts, whatever team, whatever sport is your favorite, LockedOnPodcasts.com. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at rockauto.com. That's right, rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever, ever need. All right, so here's the deal. On Thursday, we were supposed to be out at FedEx Field. That was canceled late Wednesday night, as we had in our latest episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. We told you it was Statement of Palooza. The Washington football team and the NFL in conjunction put out more statements along with Dan Snyder, whose statement was it was made very clear by Ron Rivera, as you're going to hear, was on his own. But they have more statements than the Washington football team had touchdowns last year. Okay, so there was no practice on Thursday at FedEx Field, as originally was scheduled. Instead, the team got together as a group, and Ron Rivera is going to take you through with all the media questions, and we'll eventually get to our question, which he didn't seem too thrilled about answering, but, hmm, you know, had to ask it, and I'm last in line, uh, so there's not many good questions left, so I've got to kind of come up with something uh, on the – Uh, You know, uh, at the last minute, uh, just because everything, you know, for the most part, good has been taken. So here's part one of Ron Rivera, Washington football team head coach from Thursday late afternoon. Uh, thanks to Washington Football uh, for the audio and for making him available. Ron Rivera on what the team went through and the process of why everything was canceled today and obviously what happened and what transpired and what it means.
0: Just want to let everybody know, in, in lieu of, of the uh, tragic shooting of Jacob Blake, um, we called uh, our day today. Uh, we decided not to have practice, decided not to have a walkthrough. Uh, instead, we had a conversation with our players uh, we created an opportunity for them to have a forum and a discussion as, as to what's been going on um, in our world today, uh, what, what it's like and and, and and how they're feeling. We want to listen to them. We want to hear them, and, and we want to give them an opportunity to have a voice. So um, that's what happened today. Uh, that's why we didn't do what we did. Uh, that's why we've given the players the rest of the day off to reflect. Hey, well
2: taking the time to do this you said that you guys had this meeting what was the like what was your perception of how the meeting went how do you feel the players responded to the day off some what were some of their thoughts just what was your general impression of how the meeting went
0: I thought the meeting went very well you know um, I thought the players were very candid very open about their feelings and, and expressed them I thought it was a good opportunity for them to communicate and I thought they did a very nice job in handling it Ron
2: before you said that one of the things you want to see within this conversation is action ways to impact the community yep. ways to things better tomorrow happens to be the march on Washington at any point during the conversations with the players or just in general was there any conversation about actually showing up at the march on Washington
0: tomorrow no there wasn't um, you know I, I think that's something that you know is, is going on I think it's something that's very important and um, you know quite frankly it was something that we didn't discuss we discussed some of the other actions that we wanted to take as a football team um, one of the conversations was what can we do um, the guys were trying to discover uh, trying to figure out what's the best thing that we can do to help make an impact. Thank you, Ron. Hey, Ron, in that meeting, did anyone's voice stand out in particular? Well, I'm not going to get into specifics about the meeting and, and who stood out, who didn't stand out. But, again, as I said, I thought it was a very good conversation. I, I thought the players handled themselves very well. And, again, as I said, I, I, was, I was, you know, really, really um, interested in what they were saying. You know, the biggest thing is I think a lot of them just wanted to be heard. Right.
2: And what was the overall – mood because you know it's obviously affected this all throughout the sports world all throughout the country but you know you have george floyd in may and then just a couple months later to have uh, jacob blake just what was the overall mood of the team
0: well i think um th- there was some anger um disappointment some concern um you know for our future and 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 again these are young men these are young men that have children and you know there's a lot of things that impact them and, and unfortunately, a lot of these young men have, 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 have had this feeling for a long, long time. Thank
2: you. Ron, what went into the decision to have this meeting in lieu of practicing? Mean, who was involved in the discussions? Uh, how involved were players? And, you know, just the process of developing this plan?
1: Well,
0: the, 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 the impetus of this was I had the conversation last night with uh, – or yesterday afternoon with Jason – um, and we, uh, we called Mr. Snyder with our plan to, to, to cancel the scrimmage and our, or the workout at FedEx Field and to have an open forum with the players. And we were able to have that. And, um, you know, after concluding the, that meeting, we, we decided um, that uh, they would take the rest of the day off as, as a way to reflect. And um, it was a conversation that was, you know, very frank between myself and Jason and, and, and Mr. Snyder. About what we felt would be a, in, in, in a good interest for the players, and um, I thought the players responded very well to it.
2: And what's next in your mind? Uh, what's next in terms of how does the team respond? Um, what needs to be done at this point? In your opinion? Well,
0: th- they were challenged um, to um, to come up with a cause, come up with something that we can do, um, and it's been interesting. I had a couple of conversations already with with, with a couple of guys that, that have put some things into action. So we'll see what they come up with. You know, we, we've pledged our support to it. Um, and, and again, we talked about finding one thing that we could truly use as our as our spearhead as we go forward. You know, we can support a lot of different things, but something that's truly ours um, would be, I think, a, a neat way to handle it. And I think that's what the players are interested in doing. Thank you. Hey, Rod, Rod first of all, how long did the meeting last? Um, I would say it was over an hour and a half. And then and you talked about wanting to do something to find to make an impact, and you brought up some things you're looking for. When, what's the timetable to decide what you guys want to do as a team moving forward? You, when, when do you want to have something in place? I, I don't know if we've, we've given them a time frame. I, I think the thing that these guys need to do is they need to get together and talk about it. I mean, it's important that, that they have something that they can name their own, something they can take ownership, and I think that's the direction they want to head. And then, in something like this, when you have a meeting like this, and, and where it's an emotional thing, what's the effect on just as a team bonding session? Does this bring you guys as a group closer together? I hope so. Um, I, I know in the past when I've done this as as a as a as a player, assistant coach, and a head coach, it, it's been very positive. And um, that was the that was the overall feeling I got. I thought our guys, again, as I said, I thought they responded very well. They handled the situation very well. Um, but you you never know, and we'll see though. But but I really do think our guys were 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 with this conversation they had with each other. Thank you.
1: Hey, Ron. Uh, was Dan involved in the meeting today at all? And also, this was your kind of first time to work with Dan and and Jason together. I mean, how did that kind of process go?
0: Yes, we, we were there. Jason and Dan were were, were part of it. Um, and again, it was it was really an opportunity to give our players a chance to to speak out.
1: Uh, you know, there is the other thing of harassment allegations, too. I mean, did you guys discuss that as well? And, and do you have, you know, feelings on that right now?
0: I think the biggest thing, more so than anything else, is, you know, I can assure you that, you know, Mr. Snyder, um, Jason, and myself, we take these allegations very seriously. We, we really do. And, and, you know, we have an ongoing investigation. And, you know, we'll wait until we get the results of, those invest- of the investigation. And, uh, and if any more action needs to be taken, we'll take it. I, I think, it, you know, at the end of the day, the, the thing that I've talked about and I've said, you know, a lot of things have happened before I got here. A lot of things have happened since I've been here. Um, I'd like to deal with those things that, that, that have happened um, by, by really just, you know, going forward. I, I get it, I understand it, but we've got to create some change and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to change some things, we're changing the way we're doing things, we're changing the culture. Um, I think part of it has been, the people that have been brought into the organization. I, I think, you know, um, bringing Julie Donaldson in was, was a huge move on, on our part. I think bringing in Jason Wright even speaks volumes to, to the direction we truly want to head. And, and I think that's the important thing now. OK, we, we understand it and we get it. And we take those things very, very seriously. We have to address them. Um, that's why we have the independent looking at what's what's happened here. And based on those recommendations is how we'll go forward. And, and I think that's the most important thing. Thanks.
1: Hey, Ron. Um, I presume you
0: guys are going to move forward with your practice schedule, but how does anything that happened today in this meeting, do you anticipate um, affecting practice, even if it's just having some part of that conversation each day about what was discussed in today's meeting? I wouldn't be surprised if that does happen. I I would not. I I hope our players do um, continue to discuss it because it's good. It's been healthy. Um, I thought today went very well. So if it is part of their conversation daily, then, then great, because it means that they're still thinking about it and there's still chance for, 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 for some action. And that's the one thing that a lot of guys did express is they, they, they didn't want to see this just go away. They wanted to keep it alive, keep it fresh. And, you know, um, you know there's a great little quote that we used, uh, and that is, you know, when, when, when the water's boiling, don't turn off the heat. And obviously, you know, for anybody, regardless of age, there is a lot to process right now in society. But with a roster of so many young players do you talk to any of them or do you kind of make sure that some of these younger guys especially maybe the rookies kind of have a sense of, of what's
2: happening and kind of make sure that they are you know un- understand how, how to sort of help process
1: everything?
0: I think you know again in watching our guys and really watching the way Malcolm Black handles those guys um, and their position coaches I, I do think we, we, we get we've we get some good feel for them and, and that they do understand you know, that this is all part of it now. I mean, you know, there used to be a time when when sports and politics and, you know, social situations were kind of separate. Now it's no longer that. Now it's it's part of it, and you have to be ready for it. And uh, I think that's kind of what, uh, you know, what we're trying to do is make sure our guys have, you know, have an idea and have an understanding. Thank you. Hey, Ron, just a quick logistical question. Do you plan on getting to FedEx Field for a practice and a scrimmage now? Um, we will, but we'll discuss that at, a, at, a, at another date. Um, you know, it's still something we have to do by, by the league. The league would like for us to go out and have a practice so they can get a feel for – and we can get a feel for how things are going to go. You know, the, the league is going to send down their people to, to kind of go through the, um, the activities and how it will be. Uh, we have protocols that will be put in place that we'll have to follow as well uh, as far as distancing and, and who's allowed where. Um, we've got to check on our, on our headsets. We've got to check on our communications – Check on the ambient noise, see how that sounds, and all that good stuff. Okay, and and then just specific to yesterday, for you know eight months now, you've been talking about you want one voice for the organization, and then yesterday, just kind of in the hours after the the initial or I guess the the, the second report from the post, it seemed like maybe there were competing or or dis- different voices coming out from the organization. How do you feel that that? All went down yesterday reacting to the post story? Well, I think the first one obviously was a personal message. And then the second one was, was the team. And, 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 and apparently I think the thing everybody's got to understand is that, you know, um, Mr. Snyder put one out uh, as a personal note, and then he had us do one as a team, as an organizational one.
1: All right, so that's part one of Ron Rivera, Washington football team head coach. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard. Coming up, part two of the head coach, including my question about Dan Snyder, and he will be peppered with more. I can tell you that. All right, again, it's Chris Russell here, the Washington football team podcast for our friends at rockauto.com. That's right, rockauto.com, baby, is the place you want to go. I'll tell you this. Again, I live in Northern Virginia. There's a big auto parts superstore, maybe about a mile and a half from my house. I've never been there. I have no reason to go. I have no reason to leave my couch, which for a lot of people, they like that. But you don't need to leave your couch, your kitchen table, your phone, wherever you might hang out, your office. If you need something for your car or truck, Big, small, cheap, maybe a little bit more expensive in terms of a major part, something gone wrong with your car, your buddy's fixing it, but he needs a part, you know, a water pump, a fuel pump, whatever it might be, you can get a great price and a great experience at rockauto.com. They're family-owned business guys serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And because they're online and they don't have the big overhead that I was just talking about at those big auto parts superstores, and they're going to charge you the same great low price as they're going to charge a mechanic or they're going to charge a car expert. Why? Because they don't discriminate against you for not being an expert or for you not buying in bulk. They're going to charge you the best price for whatever you need for, again, your car or truck. And when you go to rockauto.com right now, you see all the parts available for your vehicle, right, locked on in there. How did you hear it about us, box So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? All right, it is Chris Russell with you right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Back to Ron Rivera, Washington head coach, as we take you through his thoughts on Thursday afternoon, courtesy of Washington. football.
0: And as you take these next steps forward, how much of an asset can Jason be in relating to the players and helping give them guidance? I think Jason can be a tremendous asset for a couple of reasons. One is. Uh, he played the game. So he he knows what it takes to be a player on the field. He understands how important it is not to be distracted. But he also knows when you can ask a player to to, to be involved um, during the season. So um, that's one of the great conversations he and I both had. And then in the offseason, I I think, you know, just his presence alone um, will really help a lot of these guys that that are looking towards careers after football. Um, He can be a true sounding board. I mean, I can sit there and tell a guy what it's like to, to go from playing to coaching. Um, Jason can tell them what it's like going from playing to being a business professional. And, and I think that's, you know, truthfully, probably a little more um, honest for these guys, because uh, not everybody's going to get a chance to coach, but everybody gets a chance to, to step into the business world if they want. So I think Jason's going to truly be an, uh, a tremendous asset for us. Thank you. Hey, Ron, I want to go back to JP's question about the statements for a second in Dan Snyder's statement. He uh, seemed to indicate that he, uh, believed the claims had an ulterior motive and it kind of cast a doubt on them. Is that an organizational statement there? Okay, you just said that was Dan Snyder's statement, then that's where the statement came from. All right, um, and then I wanted to ask you about uh, the protests today as well. I'm sure you followed the news like everybody else. For the NBA players, you know, you've been around high-level athletics for guys to walk away from a playoff game. What does that say about just the the mood and the tone right
1: now uh, among the players. Well,
0: it just tells you it's serious. I mean, you know, it, 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 it we have a platform now. Um, you know, I was one of those guys back in the day that, that you didn't use your, your sports platform for that. But today in today's world, because so many people have, I mean, admittedly look up to, to the professional athletes, to the sporting community to, to help with social direction. And so now these guys know they have a platform and for them to do something that powerful, you know, to basically strike um, right in the middle of the playoffs says a lot. And it just tells everybody that this is truly important. You know, I heard Doc Rivers and, and and what he said was tremendous. I mean it it was so heartfelt and so realistic. I mean, you know, and 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 you know, our being our age, you know, my him, him and I being our age and, and being where we are, you know, we've seen a lot, we've been through a lot, a lot more than a lot of these young people. So when a guy like that speaks, I hope everybody was listening because you know, there's there's so much truth in what he said, and and so I, I you know, I used to, like I said, I used to be always one of those guys that felt, you know, I, I would keep it separate. But as time has gone on, the realization that we have an opportunity to to, to voice our opinion, we have an opportunity to influence and impact. Um, why not? Why shouldn't we use it? Why shouldn't we do it the right way? Hey guys, we've got time for three more. Hey, Ron, the last time we had a conversation like this, you mentioned several initiatives the team was taking, the Black Engagement Network and a couple other things. Where would you say the progress of those initiatives are, and have you started to see tangible results from them? I've seen those initiatives are starting to step forward. Um, you know, and I think probably the, the one that, you know, I've kept the most uh, of an eye on has been the, the Black Engagement Network. Um, you know, we're doing, we're doing trying to do something weekly in the communities, not just with the, with the BEN, but with some of the other initiatives. Um, I've, I honestly haven't had a chance to, to, to take a look at them the last few weeks. I've been a little bit busy, um, but um, it was one of the things that was brought up today during our conversations um, as some of the things that our players can look at and get involved with. I, I do know that uh, some of the money that's been spent has been spent on the BEN. So I think that's a, that, that's a huge step in the right direction, but we still have work to do.
1: Hey, Ron, this is Darren Haynes with WSA nine. You were just mentioning about how during your time period, you, you didn't speak up. Um, and now the younger players are, um, there's still some who are hesitant about speaking up, but I'm wondering from your perspective or from your life, what were you afraid of on why you didn't speak up?
0: No, I just, I never believed that it was, it was our, it was our place. You know, we were, we were athletes. We played the sport, you know, and, and nobody really seemed to, 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 you know, to, to follow us or pay attention to us in terms of that. It was, we were athletes. Hey, they're athletes. They do what they do. But now, you know, because so much is being put on the professional athlete, um, the expectations of not just being, um, you know, a, um, a, an athlete, it's now being a, 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 a trendsetter, a, a social icon, um, you know, with, with today's, you know, social media, you know, you, you tweet something and, and it becomes a trend, you know, the people want to know how many followers you have. I mean, there's, they, 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 it's proven now that they have that type of ability to make an impact. Um, And, you know, it, it, it could be a good thing. It could be used the right way. Um, But there are some people that do use it the wrong way, which we've seen. Um, So there's good and bad with it. But I think that's kind of what happened is today is that everybody is, is looking for, for, for influencers, people to help direct things. Um, you know and I always used to be concerned about it thinking that you know I shouldn't influence people people should make their own decisions for themselves but apparently you know people think that it's good that people lead people. Last one.
1: Hey Ron. Hey um, Ron. I'm just curious um, you've, you know Dan's obviously got a controversial reputation over the 20 plus years that he's owned the team. I'm curious what you've learned about him that maybe you didn't know when you first took the job over these last eight months dealing with all of these crises. Has, has anything jumped out to you uh, about how he's handled himself uh, in your dealings with him?
0: No. I, I, I think, you know, Dan's been straightforward with me when, when it comes to, to the football team and, and, and his businesses. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing is we communicate about what's going on with the football team um, now. In, in terms of the players, in terms of the coaches, in terms of getting ready for the season. You know, there's a lot of things that have happened, a lot of things that have gone on. And as I said, the thing that, you know, I want to focus on is the now and the going forward. Um, I get it. I understand that th- th- these are very serious issues. And, and, and I really do. But as I've said before, guys, you know, we're, we're, we, we want to go forward. We, we, we want to change. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to change. And I've said it, and I know people criticize me for saying it, but guys, please, l- l- let's see if we can get this going forward there's an independent investigation. We're going to wait for the results from those folks. And then based on their recommendations, we're going to go forward.
1: All right. And that's going to do it for us right here with Ron Rivera, not for the podcast. We still have another couple of minutes left to go and we will take care of you. And kind of set you up for the week ahead as best we possibly can. Ron Rivera. We thank him for his time at dot com. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us again. You can, um, email me, russelmania 9 at gmail.com if there's something you want on the podcast or a complaint or a, a, a criticism or a praise, whatever you might want to do, at russelmania 621 as well on Twitter. As always, we thank you for listening, and we are brought to you once again uh, to, on today's episode uh, by Built Bar. That's right, builtbar.com is your place to go to get a protein bar that tastes like a candy chocolate bar go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked on and get ten dollars off your next order at builtbar.com all right fellas once again it is chris russell here talking about erectile dysfunction not easy Usually, you can just kind of brush it off. You blame yourself. You say, I lost my mojo. I just don't have it anymore. I'm too old. I'm too tired. I'm not feeling it. Whatever your excuse is. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. You can do it from your own Living room. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional works with you to find the best treatment plan. Medication is appropriate. They'll ship it to you with free two-day shipping, so you get it fast. The whole process straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com/lockedonNFL. That's getroman.com slash locked on NFL to complete your online visit. Go to roman.com slash locked on NFL today, and if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash locked on NFL, guys. Get Roman, get there now. Getroman.com slash locked on
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: All right, we wrap up the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. So the schedule ahead is this. We know Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 9 a.m. practices Eastern Time at Inova Sports Performance Center. Uh, in Ashburn, Virginia. So I'll be out there for obviously all three of those practices barring something weird coming up or barring uh, rain preventing us from being out there because if the team has to go inside, we're not allowed to watch those practices, we will get a pull report. So again, we know that and we also know this that probably sometime next week and, and perhaps as early as Monday, they'll be switching into regular season mode, which means we probably won't be able to watch more than 15 or 20 minutes of practice. Also, a week from this upcoming Saturday, a week from this upcoming Saturday, and therefore, eight days before the regular season opener against the Philadelphia Eagles, we will have the massive cut down that Saturday, September 5th at 4 o'clock Eastern time. And obviously, all the cuts will trickle out before then. But Saturday, September 5th is when teams have to pair their rosters, presumably to 53. Now, maybe something will change in the next week and a half or so before then uh, that will upgrade that we believe the current plan right now is to have 16 players on the practice squad with I believe six can be veterans meaning not typically normal practice squad eligible which you have to keep in mind because guys that are on the fringe of making the roster you know maybe some of the backup offensive linemen like Michael Leipke or Josh Garnett who just signed um, you know uh, David Steinmetz, those guys might make that particular list as opposed to the active 53 or instead of being cut because Washington and every other NFL team will have essentially a practice squad and a COVID emergency list uh, instead of it being 10. Remember, it used to only be 8. It went from 8 to 10. Now it's 10 to 16. So it's kind of like what baseball has been doing with that traveling emergency taxi squad and shuttling players with the expanded roster. Now, they have expanded their roster. To our knowledge, the NFL has not done that yet. They may still do it. We don't know, uh, but that's the deal. Uh, So at some point next week, we're going to switch over to regular season mode and we won't be able to watch practices fully. And we will have the cut down again, presumably to 53 with being able to add 16 back on the practice and taxi squad. So basically you're going to have 69 players. So there you go. Um, I'll just leave it at that. All right, this is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Thanks for being with us. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks to Ron Rivera, WashingtonFootball.com, and the PR staff for making him available, even though practice was indeed canceled. All right, back with another episode before the weekend is out. Thanks for being with us. I'm Chris Russell. Adios.